What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 56 of Indian Markets with KR. This is the weekly special where we'll be talking about what we saw throughout the week and in this episode I'll be talking about the general theme of the market, Bank Nifty, Nifty and my trades of course and there will be a small addition to it and that addition will be my answer to a question that was asked to me yesterday uh, by Paresh, one of the listeners and one of my friends more importantly. So I'll be answering that and I feel that whenever I get such questions, whenever I get interesting questions or questions that I feel I should talk about here, I will be mentioning those and I will be talking about those. So uh, if you have anything you want to ask me or if you want my views or my thoughts on anything, you should definitely just message me because most likely I will talk about it here if, uh, you know, it, it it would fit in here. So that's that. Another minor change that will happen is after every section, so such as this is the intro section now, after this session, I'll add a small beep or a small chime or some sort of sound effect so it's easier to know when the section actually changes and this was actually suggested to me by Ashay Doshi, Ashay underscore Doshi on Twitter and he said that it it would be great if you actually include that because uh, it, it would show that the section has changed. It's It's not really as clear as it is right now because I don't include any sound effect right now. So that's a great suggestion. Thanks for that. And it will be included this episode onwards. So uh, without any further ado, let's get started with my view, my view of the general theme of the market, my general reading of the market on Friday. So my general theme, the, my reading of the general theme of the market was Uh, in one word, undecided. And the reason why I'm saying undecided is because it wasn't too volatile. It was not too predictable either. Uh, In fact, after the Mahura trading session, a lot of the stocks and the two major indices went went up by quite a lot. And after that happened, I was expecting a big correction or at least some big move in either direction, but that was not the case. We saw some relatively restrained moves happening and because of that, I was expecting Thursday or Friday to show an even bigger move, possibly a correction, but that did not happen either. So the reason why I'm saying undecided is because if you look at the candles of uh, certain stocks and If you look at the three most recent ones, you will see that they are roughly at the same position. And this is the case for a lot of other stocks also, not just the indices. And that makes me think that it's possibly wondering whether it should continue climbing or whether it should go down and test lower levels. So that is why I said it is not too volatile because it did not move, it did not swing between those two you know, very fast and very frequently, it is undecided because it it really is not sure about the direction where it wants to go to. And another observation, another general observation is that certain stocks, at least my watch list, which is Just Dial, Aisha Motors, TCS, Nifty Bank, Nifty, and a few other stocks. So all of these, or rather most of these, moved in a very range-bound manner throughout the week and not just 
not just you know within 2 3 days i'm talking throughout the week it seemed like they were very range bound and i'm talking about the individual intraday movements also here so even during the day it did not seem like they were making any big moves or they were not making some massive attempts i mean of course there were days where uh, they made some very impressive moves but in general when you talk about it it wasn't as decisive or rather i what i felt was that it wasn't as decisive as it could have been so that is my general reading of the market and based on this general reading i feel that <clears throat> if this indecisiveness or if this consolidation almost is going to continue then we might see something similar in the coming week also so that's my general view now we'll move on to nifty's analysis so if you're going to ask me whether i was long or short nifty on friday i was neither and i've made that quite clear because i've talked about it a lot nowadays and the reason for that is because given the current market given how it's moving nowadays it's better to react to what happens to the prices rather than actually keep your moves very rigid which is why for that added flexibility i haven't really uh, fixed any long or short or bullish or bearish intentions overall though i was expecting some correction to happen which did not happen i was expecting friday to be a negative day for nifty and bank nifty but that was not the case uh, nifty was actually plus 13.15 points closing at 11890 it did attempt to breach that 11900 mark it, it in fact made a high of 11918 which is lower than the previous high at approximately 11950 and the, i'm talking about the previous day's high so it it clearly did not sustain that 11900 level just yet which is understandable if you think about it it has only just climbed from those 300 400 levels last week so you really can't expect nifty to jump up by that much so quick so that is my view on whether i was long or short nifty but you know i i wanted to include a few positive things what i can see on the chart and a few negative things that i can see on the chart so because it might help you give a clearer picture of where nifty is placed as of now so coming to the positive things and by positive things i mean what make me feel that it might go up and what make me bullish uh those factors are right now it has closed above its previous close which is a good thing previous closes also will also give you some amount of support so that is a good thing it also shows that the prices or the market is willing to make the prices or rather keep the prices above the previous close which is again a good thing when you talk about market sentiments and investor confidence so that is a good thing another good thing is that the rsi is well above 60 which shows that the momentum is also very strong this can be sort of a you know double edged sword which we'll come to in a bit so that is another good thing that the momentum is strong it's not like the momentum is dead and uh, it is hanging in the middle that is not the case so that is also a positive thing in my opinion another positive thing is that there are a few supports and there is a gap support that's there there is a previous change in polarity so change in polarity basically a change in the uh, trend when that happens there is a support created at that price level and that price level approximately at uh, 
um, approximately at 850, 11,850 is where that support is there. So that is also going to be an important level as a support. And of course, the individual several other support levels which are there and all of those point me to uh, saying that nifty looks bullish now i'll come to and this might sound contradicting but i just want to state whatever is happening and what i'm reading so now the factors that make me feel uh you know that that nifty is not particularly bullish is the fact that today's high and when i'm talking about today's high i mean friday's high was lower than Thursday's high. It was the low of Friday was also lower than the low of Thursday, which shows that there is a lower high and a lower low situation happening, which is, according to the Dow theory, it's the start of a downtrend, which is not good. Another factor is that the RSI is at almost an unsustainable level. It's approximately at 70 right now. In the past, the daily RSI has not sustained above 70 very frequently. So it's not that it's impossible to sustain it. We've seen RSI levels of 80 also, plus 80 plus uh, also. But it's it's not probable that it sustains this level of RSI unless there is some strong uh, moves happening within the, the stock, within the index. So I'm talking about uh, moves that uh, move the individual underlying stocks of nifty if those are moving well then the rsi might continue to climb but in it, in itself the rsi says that it's not particularly uh, sustainable where it's at and again that is my reading another problem that i see happening here is that i i, I made this trend line and that trend line is from 13 september 12 september connecting to yesterday's yesterday's open so or today's high whichever you want the trend line is such that it'll sort of connect both ways when you actually do that you see that yesterday uh, and day before yesterday and i'm talking about wednesday thursday and friday all of those appear as if they've taken resistance from that trend line in the past that trend line has also provided resistance which is making me believe that quite possibly it might turn back around another reason why i'm feeling this way is because that the distance between the eight moving average and the current price is quite a lot it's above 100 points which is another factor which is making me believe that we might see a correction happening so i wanted to include these and also it's on a resistance level on the weekly chart because now we can actually look at the weekly chart because the week has ended so even on there, it's on a resistance level, but it has also just reached 60, which is good. So I just want to include these. And I know it sounds sort of uh, counterintuitive to include the positive things and the negative things. But I wanted to say that this is where Nifty is at right now. Whichever way you want to read all of these things as you can, my general reading is that it might correct for a bit because... I, I just feel that this level has been a bit unsustainable, especially because it's it's pretty much just increased because uh, of that Muhura trading day, pretty much. And I feel that it might have to correct for a bit before reaching to these 11,800, 900 levels sustainably. So again, that's my reading. 
and I, I'm very curious to see what you guys feel about this. So do let me know what you feel about this. You can reach me on Twitter at Markets with KR or on Instagram at Indian Markets with KR. And uh, I'm, I'm very curious to hear what you guys feel. So that's Nifty. And with that, we can move on to Nifty stocks. And the very top gainer, the very first gainer for the day is, uh, is Z Limited and it's an unusual pick, but it's also one that we've talked about in the past. It is up 18.46%, closing at 308.7. Uh, very strong volumes. In fact, the volumes are the highest of the top five gainers that I see here. And it was at a previous support zone, as I had mentioned. And from there, it's actually given a two, it's, it's given a 50 point move, which is crazy. And <clears throat> It really shows just how important these support levels can be. Again, I have not checked the news of Z Limited yet. In fact, apart from the promoter uh, pledging the shares and all of that, I, I have not checked any news for Z Limited. But uh, we had we had talked about some big moves happening on Z Limited, uh, I believe, two weeks ago. And the reason for that is purely because of that long time support zone. So. Uh, it's very interesting to see how that support zone has held true. The next one is Infratel. Uh, and yes, this is, you're not listening to the day's losers. <laughs> Infratel really was a top gainer today. 6.83% up, back above that 202 point. Uh, it's at 202.65, back above that 200 level. And the reason for this also is because it was at a support zone. It had previously breached the support zone, I believe, at 220 or so. Uh, however, because there was a support zone at 160, 170, and I'd mentioned this in my previous episode. I'll help you with the episode number also, so it's easier to say. Uh, this is on episode number 53. So if you listen to that, you will um, you will understand what I was talking about. It had fallen quite a bit, it, but it was also nearing a support level at 160, 170 because of which it might have increased again i have no idea about uh, the news based events what i do remember is that there was some merger going to happen but it was very iffy whether it'll actually happen or not which is why it fell in the first place so that's that's my view on infratel also episode number 54 i had mentioned z limited which was the top gainer that day also which is pretty wild so that's that's uh, Infratel and Z Limited, the top gainers for the day. Coming to the top losers, we've got Yes Bank leading the pack down points uh, down 6.11%, closing at 66.10. Yes, it's back below those 70 rupee levels, and this is quite possibly because the market was not expecting good results for Yes Bank. If you remember, Yes Bank basically had its results on friday the first the first of november and it ended up showing a loss of 600 crore versus a profit in the previous uh, period which is not a good thing clearly and that combined with the general negative sentiment that yes bank has been seeing was probably why the market expected it to not perform well which is why it might have fallen down in the first place however the good thing is and this is good according to me, but the market may interpret it in a different way. It might interpret it in a different way. Uh, is that DBS Bank, Singapore-based, are interested in acquiring 
51% stake in Yes Bank, which is crazy. And if that happens, then uh, it might instill confidence in the investors, which could be a good thing for Yes Bank. Uh, it might just offset the the poor results, which is great. So that's where Yes Bank is. The next loser for the day is IOC, down 2.83%, closing at 142.65. And in the previous episode itself, I believe, yeah, I've, I've mentioned that it was saved by the moving averages. And this is episode number 54. So I'd mentioned that it was saved by the moving averages because it took some ridiculously strong support at its eight moving average. And then it managed to narrow the gap between the low and the close, uh, even though it was still a top loser for, for that day. Now, the thing I'd mentioned in that episode also is that IOC, even though it's taken that crazy support, it is not a stock I would actually get into. And the reason for that is because it is... It, it can really go either way. It's very dependent on news-based events and all of those things. And purely because of that reason, I, I had mentioned that that's, that that is why I would not personally get into this stock. And today is like a case study for that. That ridiculous support zone did not help. In fact, the day opened below that support level, which is just crazy if you think about it. It's such a massive gap down opening. But... Ultimately, IOC, that's something you really have to ex- expect with that stock because it's its so wild in that, uh, you know, manner. So that was Nifty's analysis. 26 advances and 24 declines, closing at 11,890, up 0.11%. So that is where Nifty stands. And now let's get started with Bank Nifty. The very first thing that caught my eye on Bank Nifty, which is up 264.3 points, closing at 30,330. And that thing is that the low for the day was at 30,028.90, which is 28.9 points above 30,000 level. And that is a great thing. And that's in fact one positive thing for Bank Nifty is that even its low for the day was above the 30,000 level, which is great. Uh, I believe I'd mentioned that those 30,000 levels are definitely within sight. In fact, that 31,000 level could also be within sight soon. So looks like Bank Nifty is uh, intending on stabilizing at that 30,000 level. At least it's trying to do that. And the low for the day being above 30,000 definitely does indicate that. Uh, Another good thing is that it does have a lot of previous support zones. Uh, And again, these support zones are things that I'd mentioned in for Nifty also, you know, such as gaps or previous uh, previous change in polarities and all of those things. So, in fact, even previous resistances are there, which is uh, which will now act as supports. So, uh, you know, all of those things are great for Bank Nifty. There is one thing which is neither good nor bad, and it really depends on how you would like to interpret it. And that thing is that it hasn't yet breached that 23rd September's high. And if you remember, 20th September, we saw, I believe, a 2000 or so point uh, move for Bank uh, for bank Nifty and approximately a 500 point move for Nifty. Now, while Nifty, where it stands, is above that 23rd September level and 23rd September was the swing high by a massive margin, at least on Bank Nifty. Uh, the cumulative move 
was between those two days and the weekend was approximately 4000 points from what i can see and bank nifty is still not recovered from there it's in fact it's still um 600 or so points away from that previous swing high whereas nifty has well breached that level so whether that means that bank nifty still has a room of 500 points or whether that means that bank nifty is just trying to play catch up or whether that means that bank nifty was overvalued on 23rd september itself is something that it really depends on how you choose to look at it i personally feel that that that's just how it is i can't really question the market uh, in fact i don't think any one of us can question the market but uh, that is what one of the very first things that i saw and it's something that i honestly don't know whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing curious to see what you feel about that now the negative thing which i saw is that it is also in a resistance zone and that resistance zone is that uh, it's it's basically the 23rd september's high and it's basically a previous support which was there so it's also in that resistance zone and in general you know if 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 nifty is going to go down if nifty is going to correct by a fair chunk and that is what i feel might happen if that is the case then bank nifty is definitely not going to make a new high or at least that is what i feel we've seen different moves by both both of them i mean uh, bank nifty was up 264 points nifty was up only 13 points so that is clearly a 20 times difference uh, for a usual difference which should be of 3 or 4 times so that there is definitely a gap between the two however it can't be so that bank nifty is up 500 points and nifty is down 100 points so that is definitely not going to happen or at least that might not happen which is another thing that uh, leads me to believe that there is a good chance that bank nifty might also recover despite it not reaching 23rd september's levels uh, so that is my reading another factor that we need to consider is that bank nifty will be affected by results friday was yes bank's result soon there will be other results i'm i'm sure and all of these results will have an impact on bank nifty and obviously banking results will also with all of these scams that are going on the pmc bank thing and the pnb pretty much every single bank right now is in some sort some or the other uh, iffy situation and all of those things ultimately will have an impact on bank nifty either positive or negative so yes banks uh, dbs news for example will have an impact on bank nifty also if there is an event with hdfc bank or icici bank all of those will have an impact on bank nifty also so i feel that those will also have a very strong influence uh, on where it uh, goes another thing which is not so good is that on the weekly chart it it appears like it's in the resistance zone and the rsi is also below 60 now rsi below 60 on the weekly chart it's it's not a deal breaker uh, but that 60 resistance might come into play so if it is unable to breach that rsi 60 level then it might just turn back from there and as a result the index might correct in fact the index might correct which would lead to rsi actually turning back so uh, that is my general reading on bank nifty 
uh, it's a bit hard to say whether it'll go up or down whether i'm completely bullish or whether i'm not so bullish uh, but again as i've said i'll i'd rather react to how the market moves on that particular day rather than saying that hey i'm i'm very rigid about this view or that so uh, that's my reading and uh, now let's get started with bank nifty's gainers and losers and the very first gainer for the day is indosin bank it's up 5.01% closing at 1379 and previously we have talked about indosin bank that's because it has a trend line resistance it also has a psychological resistance which it failed to breach previously however it looks like it has breached both that trend line and that psychological level and that's a good sign however that is only a good sign if it is able to sustain that level so if it's able to sustain above 1300 if it's able to sustain above that trend line if we are seeing higher highs and higher lows then it's a good sign however if it's unable to do that then we might just see a correction very very soon so that's my view on indosin bank the top gainer for um you know for bank nifty also as i can see uh nse's website is showing me some corporate action of a dividend 7.5 rupees per share so i'm not uh, too sure whether that's recent or whether that's not recent but that's what uh, that's what nifty uh, that's what nse is showing me the next gainer for the day is pnb bank it is up 2.98% uh closing at 67.30 rupees and in you know i was just looking at the chart and it, it looks so clean uh, there have been some beautiful moves uh pretty much after that uh, that support that it took i i i can't quite recall the level where it was at so i'll just pull up the chart and i avoid pulling up charts uh, when i'm talking about the stocks because then it ended it ends up becoming a delay but it took support from that 55 level or so Uh, and this was earlier in october 11th october as i can see and from there it's we've seen a very 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 linear move it did retrace for a bit um in on 24th and 25th october but from there it's also taken 8ma support it's in fact never closed below 8ma and below 8ma it's never closed after 16th october so don't come at me saying that hey it was below 8ma before uh, in september but that that's not what i'm talking about but it's taken some very very clean 8ma support also however where it's at it's heading into the resistance zone in fact it is already at a resistance zone 68 is one the next one is obviously going to be at 69 because it's just before 70 which is going to be a psychological resistance also so i'm very curious to see if it's able to uh, sustain above those levels it is also above tech average which is a good sign but that is where pnb bank is at now the top losers for bank nifty the very first one is obviously going to be yes bank but because it was a top loser for nifty it's down 6.11% closing at 66.10 as i mentioned before and i'm very curious to see where it moves which news based item is better in fact it may so happen that the result that yes bank uh, posted which is a net loss of 600 crore if that's better than the market expectations then we might in fact see a positive move for that and if the dbs bank 
uh, news is also positive then we might see a doubly positive move however i really can't say because it's it's something which is quite unpredictable i feel because yes bank has been has been moving like crazy uh, depending on which news it gets in fact sometimes it it just moves for no reason at all uh, if you remember i believe it was thursday's move or wednesday's move i don't quite remember when but when that news of 1.2 billion secured funding came it just shot up and i believe it shot up by approximately 15 or 20 rupees in one or two candles which is like 10 15 minutes which is ridiculous in my opinion so yes bank we might just see that or we might not it really depends on news the next loser for the day is idfc first bank down 1.68% closing at 43.90 rupees and we we're seeing that it's sort of turning back from that resistance zone so basically it's trying to correct or retrace and you know that 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 is not a good sign clearly it shows that the prices might just correct for a bit and go down so read it the way you want to uh i i would personally not get into idfc first unless it actually shows or reverses that entire analysis tomorrow and increases in which case the the view would be negated so that's my view on idfc first which is also a top loser for the day and again bank nifty up 0.88% closing plus 264.3 points at 30330.55 and there were eight advances and four declines so that's where bank nifty was at now let's get started with my trades okay so my trades on friday were a bit interesting because i traded tcs stock and the future and i bought the stock i was long the stock at a support zone but it breached that support zone so uh, it ended up hitting my stop loss which is why i had to exit in negative um the next one that i took was indigo and indigo was also at a support zone in fact i believe i had taken a few trades of indigo at different price levels and i if i remember correctly most of them uh, were in the positive so i am not quite sure if it was i was able to offset the negative that i made with tcs uh, but either way it must be close to break even after the indigo trade i exited aisha motors which is in my holding and the reason for that is because it was unable to hold um i believe that 22200 level i'll just check real 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 quick aisha motors and if it's unable to sustain those levels then it does not make sense because it might just fall further yes it was unable to sustain that 2200 is it oh it was unable to sustain that 22000 mark uh so i exited i believe i exited close to 22000 uh can't quite remember but that's that's where i exited i bought tcs future because it's at it looks it appears as if it is at a support zone it it, it was retracing for a bit and now um you know it might retrace further by a bit and then go up or it might just go up from where it's at so i'm long tcs future i also uh, managed to make a very quick buck i can't quite remember the the roi percentage but this was on bank nifty's call so it's very interesting it's it's actually very rare that i end up making a gain on bank nifty's call on a friday because uh friday seems to be the day of uh 
premium erosion because of theta decay so every single time that i've taken calls of bank nifty or nifty on fridays it's either ended up with a very marginal profit or a loss uh, that was not the case today though so that's great and all of this i believe my day was slightly in the green uh, i can't quite remember it 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 was it was very close either way up or down so those were my trades for the day and the next segment is going to be one question that i had received from uh, one of my friends and i thought i'd answer it here so let's get into that shall we all right so my friend paresh paresha uh, shout out to you buddy um he had asked me that hey and we were actually just chilling last night casually uh, it was it was not a serious discussion at all but he we we always talk about uh, finance and since he also listens to my podcast and he's since he's very passionate about this uh, he was asking me and we we end up you know discussing the markets also but he asked me that hey what is your monthly target do you have any amount in mind or do you have any roi in mind um for the month and at that time i told him dude i honestly i don't have anything uh i i i don't even look at the pnl if i'm being honest and that is the case i really don't look at the pnl that often and i was actually thinking about that question this morning and it came to me that my only target as such and i'm saying target in air quotes uh is to make sure that the day the week the quarter the month the year basically the period ends in positive and the thing is uh the stage where i'm at right now i'm not you know extremely experienced i'm i'm sure that everyone knows that i i just started earlier this year and i've been uh you know passively involved if you can say that since uh i believe two years or so one year two years but clearly you know right now uh my main aim is not to make like massive massive profits i mean i'm not going to deny or i'm not going to say no if i'm getting like uh you know 5000% roi on something obviously not um but right now my main focus is on actually learning as much as i can and making sure that whatever whatever i'm learning is also resulting in a overall net positive thing so if you think about it if you're learning something you would typically not expect to make a killing or really great profits in that area but my main aim here is to make sure that i do not lose any money while i'm learning more about the markets in fact i actually end up making a bit of money and that bit of money really depends i mean it can be plus 1% it can be plus 10% it can be plus 1000% but the absolute amount is not it's really not what i'm aiming for it's 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 ultimately my aim is to be net positive and uh, in fact I, i was just making some piece of uh, content on this very thing about being net positive so you you'll see that shortly i'm sure so my aim right now my only target right now and i'm saying right now because in the future i'm sure it will change but as of now my main target is to be net positive and to remain net positive so i hope that answers your question paresh and if if y'all other if if the other listeners also had this question then i hope that answers uh, that question for you guys 
also and again if you all have any other questions about me about what i trade or about the markets in general please feel free to reach out um uh, if you know me personally then just tell me personally if you don't know me personally that's fine you can reach me on twitter instagram wherever man i mean even if you somehow have my number if you message me or something i'm not going to like uh file a criminal case against you um so don't don't worry i'm i don't bite i i'm very approachable that way uh, even on linkedin i'm quite active you can message me there also um basically if you've got any questions ask me that's that's what i mean to say and with that uh, we have come to the end of this episode i hope this was informative i know this is a bit longer than usual but i really wanted to pack in more stuff whether that has happened whether i've been successful in that or not please let me know and again if if all these episodes are a bit long for you i strongly recommend listening to it on 2x speed trust me i listen to all my podcasts and videos and and i'm saying my because whichever youtube video i watch not just mine in fact i don't have any youtube videos yet but whichever video i watch whichever podcast i listen to it is all on at least 1.5 or 2x speed so i definitely recommend doing that if you haven't already unless the space is fine for you in which case great so with that kr signing off happy trading tomorrow <laughs>